0: When people disappear, the standard questions are often, what happened to them and where did they go? But sometimes, there are disappearances that go way beyond that, and the stories behind them can be scary and even seem outright impossible. These are the five most unexplained and creepy disappearances ever. Number five, Frederick MacDonald. During the 1920s, Frederick MacDonald was a prominent Australian politician. Initially a teacher, he rose to prominence and soon ended up becoming the representative for the Barton Labor Party in 1922, winning against the Nationalist Party candidate. MacDonald was part of the parliament for three years until he was defeated by a small margin in 1925 by Nationalist candidate Thomas Lay. He contested the results admitting that Lay even tried to bribe him into quitting by offering him $2,000. On April 15th, 1926, McDonald was on his way to a meeting with the New South Wales Premier, Jack Lang. The meeting was to discuss McDonald's proposal of having the results of the election void on grounds of bribery, but he never made it. That morning, while he was headed to the meeting, he inexplicably vanished. An extensive search was conducted but the body along with the attache case he was carrying disappeared without a trace. People of course speculate that his rival Thomas Lay had something to do with it. The suspicious deaths of Lay's various political rivals hint at the possibility that this is in fact true. One supposedly committed suicide, and the other was murdered. Lay was also charged with murdering his mistress's lover after suspecting she was having an affair with a barman named John Muddy. Lay had Muddy strangled and his body thrown in a chalk pit. Thomas was later admitted to a mental institution where he eventually died. He, however, never admitted or said anything of McDonald's disappearance and whether or not he had anything to do with it. Number 4. Granger-Taylor Granger Taylor stood six foot three. He was big and burly and considered by many to be a self-taught mechanical genius. Despite dropping out of school in the eighth grade, his aptitude for building various mechanical devices and restoring old machines was impressive. At 14 years old, he created a fully functional one-cylinder automobile. When he turned 17, he rebuilt an old bulldozer that other professional mechanics had already given up on. By his early 20s, he trekked through the deep woods to recover a locomotive that had been abandoned during the Depression. Despite its horrible state, he hauled the remains piece by piece back to his home and restored the train to its full glory in just two years. His fascination with machines grew, and he then bought an old Kitty Hawk plane, restored it, and sold it to a collector in Manitoba for $20,000. Always looking for a challenge, he then set his sights onto creating a flying saucer. He collected and read books about UFOs, figuring out what made the machines fly and perform various impossible maneuvers. By the late 70s, he had spent half a year constructing a life-size spaceship, which he outfitted with a sofa, stove, and plywood sleeping ledge. Inside, he spent nights trying to decipher how flying saucers were powered, then one day... He revealed to a friend that he had received a telepathic message from an extraterrestrial. He described it as if he was talking to someone but that it was only happening in his mind. When he asked about their crafts he was informed that their propulsion systems were magnetic. A few days later the voice returned and agreed to take him on a trip through the solar system. Taylor was of course excited about his upcoming trip And though friends found it odd, they were used to Taylor being eccentric and humored him. Days prior to his departure, he treated his buddies to a night out on the town. And the night before he disappeared, he sat down with his stepfather, Jim, and had a long talk. Taylor thanked him for all the things he had done for him. His mother was out of town on vacation at the time, but he told Jim to thank her too. On November 29, 1980, a storm was brewing, tearing through the small town of Duncan in the southern part of Vancouver Island. The same night, Taylor left a note for his parents that read, Dear Mother and Father, I've gone away to walk aboard an alien spaceship, as recurring dreams assured a 42-month interstellar voyage to explore the vast universe, then return. I am leaving behind all my possessions to you, as I will no longer require the use of any. Please use the instructions in my will as a guide to help. Love Granger. He then got in his pale blue 1972 Dotson pickup and was never heard from again. By morning, talk of Taylor's disappearance started to spread in the community. His stepfather called the Royal Canadian Mounted Police and they conducted an exhaustive search to find him, but to no avail. There are rumors that remnants of metal were found stuck in a tree, and even bone fragments found on a crater on Mount Sicker. People speculate Taylor may have carried explosives during his disappearance and killed himself. However, this has never been proven. Regardless, one thing remains. No one has ever heard from Granger Taylor since he left. All these years later, they still haven't found his car or any traces of him, and so it appears he simply vanished into thin air. Number three, Jim Thompson. Known as the Thai Silk King, Jim Thompson revitalized the dead Thai silk industry into the now revered craft it is today. However, his reign ended when one day he went out for a walk and never came back. Thompson was one of the most famous American millionaires living in Asia during the 1960s. He designed a traditional Thai house right in the middle of the city He once studied architecture at Princeton, so he combined his love for traditional Thai houses along with a modern aesthetic, creating a beautiful set of structures made from durable teak wood. His home was decorated with his extensive antiques collection, and so today, the home remains one of the most famous tourist attractions in Thailand. On March 26, 1967, Thompson flew out of Bangkok and into Malaysia's Cameron Highlands to spend some time with three of his close friends. They stayed at the Moonlight Bungalow, which is now known as the Jim Thompson Cottage. In the morning, the group woke up early to hear Mass. While the friends prepped for church, Thompson said he was going for a walk around the only access road to the house. He was gone for 20 minutes and came back in time for church. By noontime they enjoyed lunch at the bungalow and by 1.30 Thompson again left for a stroll. He waved goodbye to everyone and was seen visiting Kamuning Precinct. By 4 p.m. a cook saw him at the Lutheran Mission bungalow which was just one and a half miles away from where they were staying. Shortly after that he left, however by 6 p.m. he had not returned to their bungalow at which point he was declared missing. A huge manhunt involving more than 500 people was organized to look for him. This included Malaysian police, tourists, trekkers, hunters, residents, mystics, and even the CIA. Despite the 11-day extensive search, no trace of him would ever be found. Other searches were held sporadically for months, but still nothing came of them. Theories regarding his disappearance continue to abound, Most people believe he was kidnapped but may have been killed since no ransom note was received. Others say he was killed either by friends or enemies of the CIA. Apparently he served as an operative for the Office of Strategic Services, the agency that evolved into the CIA. Even though retired, he still kept in contact and may have held information they didn't want him revealing. Then there are those that believe he may have been mauled by a tiger or simply got lost in the jungle. But again, there were no remains and Thompson's background as an ex-soldier makes it unlikely he would get lost after just a day of hiking. It's also possible he planned his own disappearance, but all these are just speculations and without a body it's likely no one will ever know exactly what happened to the Thai Silk King. Number 2 Ray Gricker 12 years ago, District Attorney of the Center County in Pennsylvania, Ray Gricker, took a day off, went for a drive, and never came back home. Ray had served as DA for the county from 1985 to 2001, and during his tenure, he handled several well-known cases, but the most famous was his involvement in the Jerry Sandusky case. In his personal life, Ray was famously private. However, he was a charmer and known womanizer. He had been married and divorced twice and had an adopted daughter named Lara with his first wife. At the time of his disappearance, he was living with his girlfriend, Patty Fornicola. On April 15, 2005, Ray told his girlfriend he was heading out for a drive through the Brush Valley. Afterwards, he was spotted at an antiques mall in Lewisburg that he visited frequently. He was seen with a tall, attractive woman with brown hair and later that night, when he still hadn't come home, his frantic girlfriend called police. The next day, authorities tried tracing his steps, and it was here that they found his red Mini Cooper abandoned near the Susquehanna River, which was 55 miles away from his home. Inside, they found his county-issued cell phone, but not his laptop, wallet, or keys. They also noted there were no signs of foul play, but the inside smelled of cigarettes, even though Ray hated smoking. Police searched the river and its banks for signs of his body, but nothing was found. By July 2005, Fisherman pulled up his county-issued laptop, but the hard drive was missing. It would be two more months until the hard drive was found in the banks of the river. The FBI, as well as the firm Kroll Ontag, tried to recover the information inside, but it was too badly damaged to yield anything. Despite pursuing different leads and tips, no trace of Ray has ever been found. When it came to light that Ray had withheld initial complaints regarding the Jerry Sandusky case, rumors began to spread that his disappearance had something to do with it. Essentially, Ray knew of the alleged victims as early as 1998, but declined to push a charge against the assistant coach. As a result, Sandusky would not be tried and charged for child molestation for another 10 years. Angry parents or people in the community may have killed him, An informant actually contacted investigators saying a former Hells Angel killed Ray, but nothing concrete was ever produced from that. In 2015, Gricker was legally pronounced dead, but the case remains open, and his disappearance is still a complete mystery. Number 1. Diane Augit On April 10, 1998, 40-year-old Diane Augitt was seen walking away from her home in Florida around 11 a.m. The next day, she was walking along Route US-19, and that was the last time anyone ever saw her. Three days later, Diane called her mother's home, but no one was there to pick up, so it went to the answering machine. On the message, Diane could be heard seemingly struggling with somebody trying to grab the phone away. She was heard saying, help, help, let me out. And then she continued, hey, give me that, right before the call abruptly ended. When the number was traced, it led to a business called Starlight. But when her mother called back, no one ever answered. Two days later, things got stranger when Diane's severed right middle fingertip was found in the same area where she was last seen on April 11th. Some reports state she was wearing coral nail polish when she disappeared, while others say her mother said she was wearing green nail polish instead of the red that was seen on the nail. Then, two weeks after she had been reported missing, her neatly folded clothes were found inside a plastic bag that was placed inside a convenience store's outdoor freezer. Then in 2000, right after the St. Petersburg Times in Florida published a story about her disappearance, A mysterious bag was found at the Circle K store in Florida. On the outside, the plastic was labeled Diane, and inside were various items including eyeliner, a tube of bright pink lipstick, taboo perfume, and a generic toothpaste. When her mother inspected the items, she stated that they were those her daughter would have owned, but she couldn't positively identify if they belonged to her. However, she noticed that the tube of toothpaste was the same brand given to Diane after she was released from a mental hospital just weeks before. During the start of the investigation, her mother told police Diane had suffered from bipolar disorder and was not taking her medications frequently. One of the last places she was seen was at the Coral Sands Motel, which was managed by convicted murderer Gary Ivers. Gary had shot and killed a man during an argument, And although he was once a suspect, he was never charged with Diane's disappearance. So either Diane herself is intentionally staging some sort of disappearance, or she was genuinely picked up by an assailant who either killed her or is keeping her hostage, and then leaving clues as a means of entertainment. Either way, no one knows what happened to Diane, and currently, there are no leads. So, there were five of the most unexplained and creepy disappearances ever. Vanishing without a trace like these individuals leaves so many questions unanswered. We can speculate and assume all we want, but for their family and friends, it's hard to ever move on without getting some sort of closure. If you enjoyed this video, then please subscribe to our channel, and every Sunday we'll bring you a new scary mysteries video. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next week.